Hi, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals. Hey, have you ever had that feeling, that strange feeling like, why am I here? I'm not really an artist. What am I doing? Playing with the papers and the glues and the paints and scissors. Hello, that's my Holly, my little African gray right on cue. Hello, Holly Bear. Um, he always wants to be noticed when we do the podcasts. Never fails, never fails. <laughs> yeah, um, almost like the accidental artist. You know, how on earth did, am, am, like, you know, do I have the right to be here? Do I have the right to call myself an artist? Um, I have a funny feeling I'm not alone feeling that. There may be a few others out there. There are people who have done art went to arts and crafts classes, majored in art, did well in art, could draw beyond the stick figure their whole life. And, you know, it was like a natural thing. Oh, yeah, you know, Joe Schmo in in my class, you know, in grade six, he was an artist because, boy, he could draw. And, you know, the rest of us were all drawing our little stick figures and it was all pathetic. But, boy, that that one kid really had it. And he could just, you know, look at a something, a bird, and draw it just lifelike. And, uh, you know, the rest of us struggled. And I do mean struggled. We just struggled with uh, what looked like uh, chicken scratch on paper. And, uh, you know, you kind of went up to your teacher and you presented your glorified piece of construction paper with little tissue paper stuck to it. Do you remember that one where we used to take the little pieces of tissue paper and then wrap them around the the eraser end of the pencil and then you would dip it in a little glue and stick it on a a piece of paper and you would kind of fill it out almost like rug hooking where you would fill out the picture to make it look like something like a chicken or something like that. (laughs) And, uh, um, you know, then you gloriously brought it home and you presented it to your parents and they're like, oh yeah, that's great, honey, thanks. And then it got stuck on the fridge, maybe. <laughs> and then it fell off the fridge and then it got stepped on and crunched. And then uh, mom had to figure out, all right, where are we going to put this now that we've looked at it um, for a week and we've done our parent parental parental du- duty. And uh, now we got to put it somewhere because it's sort of bulky, honey. <laughs> and uh, usually got shoved into our closet on uh, with a pile of other stuff that we for some reason thought that because you know we made it it had to be treasured and saved for a hundred million years and then uh you know eventually uh came to finally we're going to clean up our room day and uh you know maybe this happened oh i don't know maybe twice a year <laughs> and we had to come to terms with whether we were going to keep that stuff um and then uh You know, there would be the times when mom actually snuck in there and maybe got rid of some of the stuff without us knowing about it. Yep, yep. Just due to space congestion and we needed more space because, let's say, we we produced a lot of... Oh, oh, did you? You lost... Did you lose another tooth? You did! Oh, my little baby. He lost another little baby tooth. He was trying to show me. Oh, oh, that's so good, honey. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he's getting his big boy teeth. Oh, now I have two teeth I have, I have to save. Thank you very much, Sonny boy. Oh, I'm so glad you guys were here to, to audio witness that. Sonny just lost another baby tooth. Way to go, baby. You're a big boy. Yeah. He says he's six months old. He's very proud. Okay, Mama got distracted there a little bit. It happens. It happens. Um, 
So yeah, so there was the extrication of the art, and then what happened? You either got nurtured in the art world, like somebody said, "Hey, I love what you're doing. Keep keep going, keep doing it," and、uh, the other reaction was, "Hey, yeah, maybe other fields are better for you." Um, you know. Um, Nobody really. Nobody talked about art in my family. I mean, no, that was never encouraged.、Um, nothing like that. Nobody said, "Hey, your drawings are great. I'd like to see more of what you draw."、Um, it was kind of more along the lines of, "Oh, that's nice, dear. Now, now go back and watch TV. <laughs> TV, the great babysitter of life."、Um, so yeah, so. So then, what does one do when you do, haven't had a lot of positive reinforcement with your art? Didn't they know about mixed media? Didn't they know about impressionism? Didn't they know about、um, loose painted flowers that really didn't look like flowers, but when you stand way back from the other side of the room, they can kind of look like flowers? I mean, hey, why, why was this not all?、Um, give me my my glasses back. Sunny was chewing on my glasses.、Um, Uh, you know, no, there was no, there was no, there were no accolades, no rewards, no encouragement, no, none, none of that, no, no, no.、Um, so, you know, I just thought it was more of、um, something that certain people did that had the artist gene. I was absolutely sure you had to be born with the artist gene.、Um, it's like the sewing gene. I thought you had to be born into it, and I thought you had to have the gene in order to experience it, but. Fast forward to、uh, being an adult, and you know, trying different careers on for size, this and that, this and that, this and that. And I had a little, a little downtime one day, and I thought, boy, you know,、um, I wonder what it would be like to draw. And I, I knew, I, or I felt like I had, I had no, no right to be there. <laughs> what am I doing thinking of drawing? But, 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 I could take the,、uh, you know, the, the official exposed. Um, commitment and show others that I was trying to learn how to do this, and you know, if I failed, oh my God, you know, what would that mean? But not that anybody would really care. But to me, it was like, oh God, oh she tried it out,、oh, it didn't work. Look how look how horrible. And、uh, so if I took a class, if I went to like a community college or an art class or an, something like that, where I had to, you know. Get in the car, drive, go down there, buy supplies, all that kind of stuff. And maybe they were doing stuff that I really didn't want to do because you don't know until you get in the class, right? What you're going to be doing. So, you know, how does that work? You know. And、um, so I was very unsure about that. But then all of along, all of along, all of a sudden came along this thing called YouTube, and all of a sudden we got the power in our hands to decide what we want to learn and when. In the comfort of our own home, uh, and uh, yep, there's my honey coming barreling through. Yep, that's all right. Just making a podcast here, honey. No, no worries. Everything's fine. So, um, <laughs> um, so yeah, just、um, going along, and all of a sudden discovering this whole universe of teaching potential, where you could teach yourself. About the stuff you like, at the pace you want, with the subject matter that you are interested in. Well, how cool is that? And I have to admit, <clears throat> I probably came along one of those self.、Uh, you know, I wasn't really on it. I wasn't even thinking about drawing. Honestly,、uh, I, when I think back, I probably just clicked on something that was about drawing because I liked the, the thumbnail picture and it looked interesting. And、uh, then I, I saw somebody teaching some all of us how to draw. Simply, and I thought, huh, 
maybe there could be some fun there. That's what I thought, actually, because I was just looking for fun at the moment. Just maybe distraction from life, whatever it was. I just wanted to play. Just wanted to think about something different. Just wanted to get lost in a universe um, that I didn't know already and just explore and um, maybe find some enjoyment. Because I knew that a lot of other people were were having fun in that universe. And I kind of wanted to play in that universe, too. But I just didn't know if I would be welcome. You know that, that feeling? Like, you don't know if you're part of the group. You don't know, you don't even know if you belong there, if you, if you should even like buy the little watercolor set made for children. Um, yeah, that, that was me. That was absolutely me. And um, I would say I was think I think it was about 2015 when I first watched the first video of how to draw. And um, so I drew what I think whatever it was that they drew probably and um um, you know, it didn't come out great, of course. It was like, didn't know what I was doing, you know. Um, but just, I enjoyed the experience. That's what I found. I, I enjoyed the experience. And there was no rush because I had the power of the pause button. And I could make that teacher slow down and wait for me. And I could rewind and watch parts I wanted to watch over and over and over again until I finally got it. And that became such a powerful moment for me because all of a sudden I felt like a a world started to open up where it was very low pressure because I I had total control over the experience. I could do it when I wanted. I could do what topic. I could slow the teacher down. I could stop the teacher. I I could go to different teachers if I didn't like a teacher. It was just amazing. And okay, this is not rocket science. We've all probably experienced something like that along the way with uh, YouTube. But um, actually, to find this out where I thought that you had to be born with natural talent to do something, I started to discover that um, you could learn how to do these things. And uh, I'm in by no means any way a great artist or even I still feel very uncomfortable calling myself an artist in any way, shape or form. But I did learn that you can train yourself how to do things over time, slowly, in small bites, at your own pace, through your own time, and learn what you want, and have fun with it. And it can be enjoyable, and it can be a zen experience, and it can be freedom, and escapism, and playtime, and it can be good. And now my ponytail is being eaten by my little puppy. Okay, so that started to free uh, or it opened a door opened a door to something that I didn't think was available and I'm hoping that others are finding okay stop eating my hair okay um okay okay, I'm sitting in front of my coffee table and he's on the couch behind me eating my my ponytail okay so why don't I handle these things because if I put him over there in his little playpen he would be yipping and yowling the entire time so this is what we get right okay this is this is as good as it gets come here sunbun come here come on up okay no it just wants to play with my ponytail okay I put it in a bun you can't get it now Okay. But yeah, have you found yourself there? I mean, you know, I don't know where you're at on your journey. And I don't... Hey, come here. Gotcha. I got we're going to cuddle you now. Um, I don't know where you are on your journey. But does this sound familiar at all? Is it something that uh, you've experienced? Um, Maybe feeling like, how on earth did you get here? Um, I've had a lot of suppies write in and say they've had experiences that... um, they had no idea they would enjoy making junk journals. They didn't even know what a junk journal was. I, I know that feeling. I, I, 
totally can understand that feeling. I didn't know what one was. And um, just being able to have the courage to try something in the in the safety and sanctity of your own home or your own little space without expectation, without feeling like you have to sell a million journals, feeling like you have to um, start a YouTube channel, but just for the enjoyment of the process of making something and um, seeing where you can take it and uh, being propelled by others' ideas and then with your own power of your own inspiration, inspiration creating something new that... You know, no matter how much you try and um, make something like somebody else, you always put your own spin on it no matter what you do. And in there, you find your own little spark of creativity. And uh, you're like, huh, where'd that come from? I had no idea. I had absolutely no idea. And um, um, that funny feeling like the the journals actually make themselves. You know, it's a weird thing. They, they, they almost tell you where to put the next piece of uh, paper or color or uh, embellishment or glue or what have you not. And uh, so anyway, back to the first days of trying this whole pen, pencil to paper. And um, my journey took me on. I, I couldn't commit to anything more than pencil to paper. I was scared of anything else because everything else was way too committal, way too, um, I don't know. It just, it just didn't seem like a place where I belonged. So I figured, okay, a pencil, and with a little eraser on the end of my pencil and a piece of paper would be very low risk. And I could take it in a lot of different directions. And I was really amazed at other people's pencil drawings. I mean, it just seemed like they could do so much with a darn pencil. You know, they could get shading, lights and darks. They could get strong lines. They could get subtle lines. They could do blending. They could do all this funky things. Or they could pointillism little dots and create something out of nothing. I mean, who knew? I mean, there's so many millions of things you can do with just pencil and paper. And um, so I stuck with that for probably a good year, year and a half. And um, I was, I, uh, I, I felt like, okay, maybe if I just do like a little bit a day, I don't have to tell anybody. This can be very quiet and on the down low. Nobody will know. I'll just close my notebook. And, uh, you know, my hubby was, you know, I'm doing his hobby or his work. Oh, there's another test. How nice is that? And um, I don't know how to turn that off while I'm, I'm doing this. Um, I'll have to figure that out. Sorry. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, there, there became this little thing. And um, so anyway, slowly over time, I learned more and more from the teachers that I watched and um, little tidbits. And I found it very valuable to learn from multiple teachers. I think that's um, uh, a huge, huge, huge benefit with the Internet. We have access to multiple people and um, everybody has a nuance. Everybody has some little tip, um, some little way of doing something that can uh, really inspire you. That's different from the other persons out there, the other persons out there who are... Um, teaching so it's it's I highly encourage you to learn from as many different people as possible when when you're delving into your own world of creativity um, you know when you find a really good uh, creator or artist I guess in YouTube we like to call them creators um, so cre if you find a creator that you really love um, you kind of soak yourself in it for a while roll around and kind of absorb everything and then you're ready to kind of move on and check somebody else out and add to your um, palette of possibilities and uh, then one day, just one day, you might be brave enough to try a new medium. And that for me was watercolor. I thought, well, gee, you know, maybe one day I would like to add a little color to my pictures. I think I may have even tried colored pencils first. Um, and I found going from 
just regular pencil to colored pencils was it, it was such a stark jump I could barely emotionally handle it because everything worked differently uh, all of a sudden all the bets and the rules were off everything changed the pencils were different the amount of color some were watercolor pencils some were ink pencils some were like like all of a sudden there was all these different kinds of pencils and you had to go down that little rabbit hole of experiencing and learning about all the different kinds and how to use them and how to smudge them and you know working with baby oil and like all this weird stuff that like just didn't come into play at all with the little innocent regular graphite pencil so there was um all of that and then going to watercolor from that and uh, i i enjoyed watercolor i found watercolor much more um user friendly than the, the colored pencils i don't know why it was just me but uh so i fell into the watercolor pool and played around with that and then all of a sudden color came to life and um then working with watercolor and learning learning its attributes and uh, different ways that you can use the pigment in the watercolor, this whole wet on wet, wet on dry, dry on wet, all this, you know, the, the water pulls the pigment and the, the pigment follows the water. And just like learning all these little nuances, which were so interesting and so fascinating. And then to learn that you can make something look like a flower without it actually really looking like a flower. Oh, the freedom. Because when I was sitting there drawing with my little pencil trying to get something to look like a flower, it took me quite a while to get it to look like a flower. But um, with the watercolor, it almost became a flower right before my eyes. It was amazing. And, um, you know, truth be told, sometimes I would go into, uh, you know, uh, Ross or TJ Maxx or something like that. And I would go back into the home good area where there's the water, you know, like there's these paintings that you can put on your walls. And a lot of them were abstract, impressionistic style not really looking like flowers, but were looking like flowers once you stepped back and looked at the artwork. And I thought, huh, huh, you know, there was a whole world there to explore. So that became a very freeing experience doing that. So basically why I'm going through all of this is that, um, uh, oh, just probably back in my history too, I made jewelry. That was one of my first real crafty things way back when and that started when I was 18 17 18 and um, uh, so I made jewelry for a while so working with little bits working with tiny tools with little bits learning how to make special knots to connect things what looks good together you know that was kind of fun and I really enjoyed that so I did that for a while um, maybe I don't know two three years and then I went to college and you know that went out the window um, but um, um, so the spine dangles became my expression for creating, for using a jewelry skill in junk journals. The watercolors can be used on pages. You can uh, make your own little personal wa original watercolors and add them to a journal. You can watercolor any signature page. You can do a beautiful watercolor and put it on the front of your journal. Um, you know, there's you can make cards, greeting cards. Um, you know, do a little watercolor. Uh, pictures on the front of cards and then tuck them into journals. I mean, the the, the <clears throat> exciting thing about working with paper or junk journals and spe uh, specifically is that you can take all of the little things that you've tried, whether or not you feel like you're an artist or not, but you can take all those little things and you can bring them into your world of junk journals and you can play with them. You can bring in your sewing, you can bring in your needlepoint, you can bring in your... Um, painting, you can bring in jewelry, you can bring in, you know, I mean, there's, it's endless. I should make a list really because there's so many people with so many different talents and skills and 
felting. I mean, there's just like a million things that you can bring into the world of junk journals. And um, it kind of is a huge compilation of everything. And it's also a beautiful place to experiment. Let's say you, you want to dabble in another art form, but you don't know what it is. And you make a little something and then you don't know what to do with it or, or where to put it. Well, pa, a junk journal is a perfect place to put that little baby. It is just awesome. And um, it can have its own little um, spot in the universe to shine in your junk journals. So, you know, maybe it really doesn't matter whether we call ourselves artists or not, or maybe it really doesn't matter if we feel like we're artists or not. Maybe it just matters whether we're enjoying our experience or not. There can be a lot of pressure that comes with an artist label. And, uh, you know, my hope for you is that uh, you kind of shake that loose, let that go. Even if you are a full-fledged, full-blooded artist with, uh, you know, massive amounts of skills and um, degrees and, you know, you've been hanging in the Louvre and stuff like that. I hope you still have fun. I still still hope you have fun with the experience number one. And, um, you know, that you... There's a, um, a place for you to uh, try new things, to try pushing your own envelope, to try th- to allow yourself the space to create and, and to be free to do it. Um, because uh, uh, I think that the unleashed artist or the unleashed mind you can go places, you know, and then you can go anywhere and you can try anything. And it's very non-committal and it's low stress. And um, um, I hope that experience exists for you. And those who are, are new to this and, um, you know, I have no idea what I'm doing here, but I'd love to make a journal. I'd love to make a book. I'd love to have something to uh, hold and keep and maybe write my, my notes in and, and or I'd like to keep my art in there or I'd like to make one for my, my uh, cousin or my sister or something, whatever it is, whatever it is, let it be your playground and um, um, give yourself the freedom to play and explore and uh, uh, try different things. Try new things. Go outside of your little comfort zone and give it a go um, and have some fun. And I wish you so much fun uh, because you certainly deserve it. And uh, remember that fun can be simple and create with reckless abandon. And from Sunny, who's that? What are you chewing on? What are you chewing on? Oh, what's that? Oh, no, you can't have that. He found a Q-tip. How did you find that? Oh, Papa probably dropped it on the bathroom floor. Um... I think I'm going to go have to go inspect the floors every, like, three times a day, floor inspection. And uh, from Holly and the loveys and Papa here, we send you all big hugs, and we will talk to you next time. Take care, everyone. Have an awesome day, a fun-filled day. Bye-bye.